Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So, I for one am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I am right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer. I am Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And we welcome you to a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and thoughts and answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please do remember we are not experts, just podcast hosts, and we do always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or a mental health professional as needed. And if you would like to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And we're going to kick things off with a voicemail that brought me a lot of joy. A very charming, charming, charming voicemail from a listener named Colette. Hi, Kate and Dory. This is just top 10 ways forever 35 has changed my life. Ready? Number 10. Never heard of micellar micellar water. Now it's my best friend. Number 9. Floss before brushing and don't rinse after. Number 8. 
Poshmark and Fabletics. Number seven, learn things. Whenever you introduce a guest with, for the three people who don't know who this is, I'm usually one of those three. Number six, save countless hours by not shaving. Number five, feel smart because I agree with your advice 100%. Number four, butt wipes. Where have you been all my life? Thank you, Kate's butt. Number three, feel okay about despising face masks. Thank you, Dory. Number two, Shit's Creek. Best show ever. And the number one way Forever 35 has changed my life. So much bliss getting to listen in on your authentic, warm, and wonderful friendship. The world needs more of you. Thank you, Kate and Dory. Bye. I mean, so this listener emailed us this list as well because they were worried that their voicemail was rushed and they said we could use their name. So, Colette, thank you. Thank you, Colette. And thank you, Kate's butt. I just also want to thank my butt. <laughs> you know, my butt is the unsung hero of this. Oh, I think it's pretty sung. <laughs> That's true. I sing of it all the time. Yeah, you do. Do you think it's like the third podcast host <laughs> my butt? <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Me. Well, mm. that was a fun one. That sure was. Here's an email we received that's directed at you, my friend. Mm -hmm. Dory, I'm a few episodes behind, but I wanted to recommend Sunflower Lecithin Lecithin Supplements. Thank you. For breast health while nursing, I am prone to clogged ducts and had mastitis twice with my now two-year-old. It could be complete coincidence, but once I started taking that supplement, I stopped getting clogged ducts altogether. Hope your boobies are better. Thank you, listener. My boobies are better. Um, Can I ask a question? Yes. Is the title of this episode going to be Butts and Boobies? Oh, wow. That might give people the wrong idea. Fair. Okay. I'm sorry. Continue about Sunflower. But I would be willing to call it Thank You, Kate's Butt. (laughs) Oh, I see. (laughs) Not Dory's boobies. Are better. (laughs) Dory's boobies are better. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. Let's get this breast Um, update going. Yeah. So I have actually been taking Sunflower Lecithin. Lecithin. That's a word. For a few months. Um, Someone recommended it to me pretty early on when I was complaining about clogged ducts. Um, yes, Kate. What form does it come in? Is it a pill? It's a pill. Okay. It's like a, like a coated, like a gel cap kind of thing. Okay. okay. Um, so here's something interesting. I always was like, okay, supplements, shmupplements, but Perhaps coincidentally, perhaps not. I did get mastitis after I had run out and I hadn't been taking it for a week or so. However, that also coincided with getting back from Boston where I had been nursing more. And I think my production went up. And then when I came back, I wasn't nursing as much. And I think my boobs were mad. Um I did some I did some googling and the evidence for sunflower lecithin helping clog ducts is anecdotal but it is considered safe for breastfeeding mothers and a lot of people say that it helps them. So it can't hurt. It's kind of like why not? It's it is like why not. Um I get clogged ducts all the freaking time. I had one last night. And you had to do like boob massage. I had to and- do boob massage and and I got it out thanks to my trusty old workhorse spectra you know i love my lv but it's not good for getting clogged ducts out as i think i've said before these are pumps yes the lv is a wireless pump that just goes right in your bra um but it's hard to like massage your boob while you're using it so i use my spectra if i have like a real heavy duty job 
Do you know I wrote my senior thesis in college on boobs? Wow. Have I ever told you that? I feel like you have mentioned it, but what about boobs specifically? It was a rhetorical, it was something like a rhetorical analysis of women's relationships to their breasts. It wasn't a great thesis. I'd like to read it. But I feel like a whole episode on boob health would be interesting. Yeah, we should probably get an actual expert. Not one of us. (laughs) I mean, you do have Dory's boobies. I do. I don't know why. It's something about the listener calling them boobies makes me laugh. <laughs> Bamboobies. That's the name of it. Those are your massagers? The the um the heated like you know, the pad things that you can put in the microwave and heat up. I mean, you truly do have like a museum's worth of boob products. That's here. true. I'm gonna line them all and up. Boob and boob care is important. Boob care is self care. Truly boob care. I mean, we joke about butt care, which is yeah. also important, but boob care is for reals self-care. Yeah. We got to talk about checking our boobs for lumps, too. Like, we got to have a boob episode. Yeah. It's hard to check your boobs for lunch. Wait, lunch. When you <laughs> <laughs> finding lunch in those boobs. I mean, your child does find lunch in your boobs. Yes, he does. And breakfast and dinner. Um, When you're nursing, because, like, my boobs are kind of, like, the clogged ducts feel lumpy. Yeah. Anyway, food for thought. Boob for thought. Sorry. That is the title of the episode. Boob for thought? There's so much here. Writing so much down. to work with. Yep. Okay. Let's hear another voicemail. Hey, Kate and Dory. This is Chantel. I wanted to share my recent uh, meditative practice, which is hand embroidery. It kind of snuck up on me. I was sewing 100 buttons on my daughter's for the 100th day of school and uh, I thought it would be ridiculous and then realized I spent about three hours doing that and loved every minute of it and thought maybe I should uh, try sewing some more and I picked up hand embroidery. I am the least creative person ever and I think this is amazing and fun and I don't touch my phone the whole time and I could just get lost in my thoughts or watch a show and do it. And um, I think everyone should try it. And maybe you guys should too. Uh, thanks for the podcast. Hand embroidery is like in the wheelhouse of things that I am interested in pursuing as a meditative practice. I'm kind of intrigued too because knitting I can never quite master. Yeah, I'm not great at it. Yeah. But this seems appealing totally yeah well you know i do enjoy cross stitch which is this is similar similar yeah i just had to chuckle too at the like sewing the 100 buttons oh god yeah 100 the 100th day of school is like this now thing i don't remember it from when we were kids but my kids have to bring in 100 items every year on the 100th day of school oh yeah get ready get ready can i just hashtag opt out you cannot dory you must opt in a hundred times what you could bring send a hundred hashtags in with them. <laughs> in kindergarten, they each had to bring in one hundred things, and it was very—it's a lot, a lot of work. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like a lot. Um, all right, let's hear one more voicemail. Hi, my name is Suzanne. I'm calling from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, I just want to say, first off, Kate and Dory, I love your podcast. It's been so great to listen to every, you know, twice a week. Um, it's really changed me for the better, and I, I really appreciate the community that you guys have built. Um, my question, I know that we've talked about it, is about imposter syndrome. So I have worked in restaurant management for a really long time, 
and I am switching to a more corporate field. Um, and I know that my skills are adequate and they meet all the needs um, of my new employer, but I'm feeling really intimidated by, you know, the office environment and just um, kind of reassuring myself in my skills and my abilities. And I'm wondering if you guys or some of the listeners have any advice um, about things that you do to pump yourself up and make you feel more confident, like, I know Lizzo is out there and we're listening to her like crazy, but um, just maybe some things to read or some um, affirmations, just things to do to maybe make yourself reassured and feel a little bit more confident. So thanks again. Love you guys. Bye. So I have some thoughts. Lay it on me. Well, I can tell you what kind of works for me as like a mental trick is I do think to myself, how would a mediocre white man... The old mediocre white man trick. trick. How would a mediocre white man act in this situation? And the answer is almost always like they just don't care. They don't have imposter syndrome. No, not the ones I've encountered. Yeah. They just like walk into that meeting like they own the world. I think there is a fake it till you make it element and really kind of Mm -hmm. knowing your value. And sometimes it can help to even just write out the reasons like of your value uh, and worth in whatever situation. Would you, would you like read them to yourself in the mirror? I've never done that. I mean, I really struggle with imposter syndrome constantly Mm -hmm. still. So I'm not sure, I'm not sure I have necessarily advice for combating it more. I just have empathy and I think it's something that we all struggle with Yeah, and to really take a minute to remind yourself of your value Mm -hmm. and accomplishments is can that helps me I mean honestly what really helps me is like going to a friend I'm thinking about a situation recently where I went to you Dory oh and I was like do I demand this thing and you were like yes (laughs) yes And I was like, oh, I'm scared. And you were like, no, you have like do it. It's really, I think it's really important. You're not, you're not asking for too much. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then I did. And then the people said yes. And it was fine. Yeah. So I think normally people will, oh, excuse me. I think normally people will honor, like will agree with you when you declare your value. I keep using yeah, those words. Yeah. I mean, I keep thinking about times when I felt like I had imposter syndrome or just didn't have confidence, especially like in meetings where you are expected Mm. to participate or give feedback and the fear of being, you know, rejected or your idea being dismissed is hard to come to terms with. Yeah. But I think that the old don't take it personally adage applies here too. Um, I know that in the past I've often like fixated on mistakes I've made or reactions to my ideas that were bad as though like I could never have another good idea again. Oh, I know exactly what you are talking about. Yes. Like you're not defined by these things. Whereas like this, this imaginary, but real mediocre white man that we're invoking here, (laughs) They hear that and like it's like they don't even hear it. I don't think they internalize they it. They don't internalize it. They're just like, oh, okay, whatever, you know? 
And so I think if we can just take a little bit of that. Yeah. You know, wash our faces with it like it's a serum. Yeah. Or a scrub. That's a good point. You want it to come off. You want it to come off. Yeah. You don't want to soak it in. But I'd love to hear from listeners about how they deal with imposter syndrome. Yeah, because sometimes it can be as simple as pumping yourself up mm-hmm. with a really empowering song. Yeah, totally. So give us your tips. Give us your tips, and we're going to take a short break. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like, I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. 
Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with glorious Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. All right, so here's an email regarding a previous episode. 
To the reader who was worried about sending a much belated wedding present, don't worry at all. I got married a year and a half ago, and while I did keep track for the sake of thank you notes, I never held it against people who didn't send cards or presents. Celebrating this milestone isn't about that. In fact, one of my favorite things was that a few friends sent belated wedding cards that coincided with our first anniversary. What a fun way to send what feels like a late gift and make it meaningful in a different way. I'm personally a fan of finding creative ways to show people you care about their experiences slash life events, even if it feels off with society's expectations, like a birthday card that arrives six months later and becomes a half birthday card. But most importantly, the friend knows you care. This friend knows you care and presents aren't the only way to show that. What a thoughtful email. So thoughtful. Hmm. I thought, you know what? Totally liked everything you said here. Agree. And I do love kind of... uh, turning a you know like sometimes when people for you know can't get it together to do a holiday card and they do a, a valentine's day card or totally. something like that yeah like, great exactly we all get it mm-hmm. life is busy yeah and if you can do it great yeah if you can't life goes on exactly i think i'm gonna do i'm gonna do holiday cards this year but i think i'm gonna do um e-cards I've been trying to think about how I'm going to handle that this year. What's going to be the least amount of work for me? Because it's like the work, but then also the waste. Yeah. Yeah. Dory. I think about. I do too. I might switch to postcards this year and that might Mm. be my compromise because I just have a, I have a really great Excel document with physical addresses and I I don't know if I have everybody's email addresses. Oh, interesting. And I don't feel like creating more work for myself. I hear that. Anyway. All right. Moving on. Moving on to kind of an on topic question as the previous one still about weddings but a different kind of wedding gift hi cat and door a somewhat random question i would love your thoughts on i got engaged three years ago at a time when seemingly all of my friends were doing the same at the time a nice diamond seemed very important now happily married now happily married and wedding madness behind us i'm wondering if it was a silly move to spend so much on a ring we don't need to sell it for financial reasons but at the same time it wouldn't hurt to have extra cash to do something meaningful with college funds for kids invest etc i'm curious your thoughts if it would be something that i might come to regret later in life and how to approach it with my husband who could be insulted that i'm volunteering to part with something he spent so much time and money on Thank you for your and hopefully your listeners' inputs. Interesting question. Well, this was an interesting one. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. I kind of feel like you can't sell it. That was my my reaction as well. What I'm getting from this email is that this person's husband bought it with his money, their money, for this listener. And spent so much time. Sounds like he really put in a lot of thought. Yes. And it wasn't like you both chipped in and you can kind of be like, hey, I actually think our money would be better spent somewhere else. I think you kind of, I see it. I totally understand why in hindsight you're like, oh my goodness, this is, this is money we could be paying off credit card debt with. Also, let me just say, I think you would maybe get half of what you paid for it. Oh, interesting. Sold it. I don't think you would get everything back anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah, this to me just reads like this was a this was something you received. You are still with this partner. Yeah. Were you not with this partner anymore? Yes, by all means, of course. Yes. But I, I would. Yeah, we're totally on the, we're same, on the same page. The, yeah, I had which the same reaction. doesn't always happen. No, but I had the same reaction. Yeah, I think, you know, definitely have a conversation with your husband about how you're going to move forward and save together now that you're fi- you are together in your finances. But when this was bought, you 
probably weren't doing yeah. their finances together. And it, and it it is something very meaningful. Yeah. So. And you might, that is that is possibly something you might regret. Now, yeah. I will say, if you are ever in financial trouble, bring it up. Right. But you're, but it sounds you, like you're not. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Another email. Ugh. I need your help, cat and door. <laughs> Who started this? <laughs> one listener wrote in and called us cat and door. And now. It's Everyone one. is running with it. <laughs> I, I want. Let's just pause here. I sent her an email that was titled cat and door. And I said, I think we've been nicknamed. And I love it. Uh, so people have called me door for a long time. No one's called me but cat. But no one I think has called you cat. No, and I'm like living. I'm loving every moment of I it. I know. Cat. <laughs> She's so like mysterious and cool. She wears like a headscarf when she rides in a convertible. With big Jackie Onassis. Yeah. And she has a convertible. I actually totally. think cat could be like solving mysteries. She's oh, not yeah. Kate, the person who just bought bras without underwire because she needed more comfort in her life. Ooh. Yeah, I've been wearing nursing bras without underwire. It's They're the... great. Yeah. What was I doing all those years? This is a boob episode. <laughs> anyway, we like, I mean, I'm okay being called Kat. Sure, yeah. Cat and door just, it, every Cat time. And door, it just I, makes me laugh. I, my heart sings every yeah. time I see an email <laughs> and it was totally organic. Oh, yeah. Like, and then people just kept doing it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so thank you. Thank you. So anyway, this person needs Cat and door's help. My scalp is constantly itching now that we're entering cooler weather, and I've also noticed a significant increase in dandruff. I've tried to use more natural shampoo and also ye old head and shoulders, but nothing seems to help. Sometimes I find myself itching so hard I make myself bleed. Just wanted to throw this concern out into the Forever 35 self-cardigan verse to see if there were any stellar suggestions. Love, forever flaky and dry. Ouch. Ew. Well... A couple thoughts. There, I, my, I would veer into the world of scrubs, apple cider vinegar, and like head and scalp oil mm, mm -hmm. as opposed to shampoo. And I would mm -hmm. say possibly take a break from washing your mm -hmm. hair. Yeah, you don't say how often you wash your hair, but water. Wash it less. Yeah, water and shampoo is so drying. So I, I, in my Googling, there are scalp scrubs for like flaky scalps mm -hmm. that can kind of help and then i think an apple apple cider vinegar and an apple cider you vinegar love recommending an apple cider vinegar just you a, love an apple cider vinegar i do love an acv <laughs> it's a i think it's just a great kind of catch-all product yeah. especially for hair and then there are specific hair oils that you mm. can buy i will say like you could also just put coconut oil or olive oil on your massage it into your scalp it takes a lot to get it out of your hair mm -hmm. um so you might want to actually buy a product also there is a hair serum that i found that i have not tried but it's made by chlorine which is mm. makes a dry shampoo that i really they like they make nice products yeah and you can actually buy it on sephora and it's a uh serum that is for like itchy flaky scalps mm. so i thought that was kind of interesting so we'll link to um all these things on forever35podcast at gmail.com, listener. Dory, no, your No, we thoughts? will link to them on forever35podcast.com. Why do I do that? I, I don't know. Okay, okay. So you have some thoughts I here. do. I, I thought you should maybe see a dermatologist. This is probably the best advice. Because I feel like if you're itching so hard that you're making yourself bleed, it, it could be something possibly more severe than run-of-the-mill dandruff. And yes. so... I thought you should get checked out by a professional and, you know, perhaps they can prescribe you something that will really help. And in the meantime, 
Maybe you could wear a hat. Get a stylish hat. So you don't scratch your head as much. So you're not tempted to scratch it as much. But yeah, I would see a derm. It sounds like this is dandruff, but I also just want to say, if you are ever experiencing major head itching, check your head for lice. Mm, great point. Because adults can get lice. Yes. That is a really good point. Yeah. If it's itchy, I mean, that is, I've had it. It's itchy. So. How do you check your own head for lice? Uh, honest, I, t- I have taken, you, you get a really great lice comb and I've tried to comb out my own hair, but I've actually gone to, um, once my kid's pediatrician checked my head because first she checked my kid's head and was like, oh yeah, lice. Uh, but then another time, like I've gone to lice hair salons. Got it. Yep. All right. Well, let's take another short break. Pause it up. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm-hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at OneSkin.co. That's 15% off OneSkin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's hear a voicemail about toner. Here we go. 
Hi, Kate. Hi, Tori. I hope all is sunny in Southern California. Um, I'm calling because I'm listening to, like, some slightly older episodes on a long drive. And I heard you talking about, um, well, I think Dory was planning, like, a micellaire water showdown. And I have a contestant to put in the ring. Um, if you are still into your micellaire waters, I think Sun and Parks uh, Beauty Water, which is only $20, um, yeah, I think it's $20 for it, is the best. Um, it's um, effective as a toner. You can kind of feel that toner tingle, but it is so moisturizing, not a hint drying, and it's better than, like, a Dior water that I tried, and it was the which is the first product I ever gave back to Sephora because the Sun and Park Beauty Water is so good. So that's all. Um, have fun. <laughs> Bye. People love the Sun and Park Beauty Water. I know. I don't, I, the reason I, I, this resonated with me is because after almost two years of doing this podcast, I still haven't tried it. And we've oh, talked about we how we have talked about to it. try it. I know. So I just want to make a commitment Okay. To trying it. I'm going to hold you to that. Please do. And now I want to hold you to your micellar competition. You had a winner, correct? I did. The tart. But yeah. then I started using the Caudalie. Caudalie? Caudalie hee-ho. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Caudalie, I say. Water more. And I do really like it. I might like it more. So the competition continues. It does. It's never ending. But I love this recommendation. I do too. I need to circle back to this product. I just, I, yeah, I'm curious if it like removes makeup as well. Oh no, it's not. It was a toner. It's a toner. So it's but not... she was talking about micellar water. Yeah. Oh, she was talking about micellar water because I was doing. It was a gateway to the toner topic. Got it. I yes, think. yes, yes. Yeah. I don't think she's saying it. Right. Okay. Serves that purpose. Sure. Uh, listener, I also really love how you ended your voicemail with have fun. Yeah. Because we will and we are. Indeed. That being said, we're going to transition to a more serious topic. Yes. Would you like to read this? I'll take this one. Okay. This tends to be my Yeah, this is your wheelhouse. My wheel, the old dead mom wheelhouse. Oh. All right. I wanted to write in to ask for your advice about motherhood in the face of anxiety and grief. I lost my mother to cancer a few years ago, a week before my first child was born. She had been sick for a long time, but in the end, it accelerated quickly past the point in my pregnancy when I could fly across the country to be with her and my family. It seemed like one day we were still planning the plane tickets for her to come see the baby, and then suddenly we weren't, and she was giving me firm instructions about not taking any risk flying to see her. We were very close, and the months after my son was born are a bit of a blur of maternity leave and grief. But over the following years, I got to the place where I didn't think about my mom every day and can think about her without being sad every time. Fast forward to this year. I am home on maternity leave with my second child and the postpartum roller coaster of emotion, time alone with a baby who's lovely but not much of a conversationalist yet, and a healthy dose of anxiety are swirling around, bringing up complicated feelings of grief and motherhood. I think motherhood will always be a little complicated for me because I was so close to having this shared experience with my mom and then just missed it. The anxiety is all around fear that I won't be there for my children or I'll lose one of them and that one day one of us won't come home safely. 
I've reached out to get professional help from therapy for the anxiety, and I've got Kate's book from the library, but I also wanted to write and directly ask if you have any advice coming from the perspective of being a few more years into motherhood out of those intense baby years. What should I know about being a mother without my own mother for the long haul? And is there anything specific you do to make your mother real to your kids, even though they never met her? Well, I just want to commend you because I think therapy is the right the right place for working working on this stuff yeah because i will say you've got the anxiety about passing away or when something happening to one of your kids or you not coming home one day is very real yeah and it's a real anxiety because it happens and it happens to people we know or it happens to us and our families i mean it's it's real so i just want to validate your concerns like it's something i mean sure dory you you haven't lost your own but i'm sure it's something you think about totally yeah so to try to transition and answer the kind of questions that you posed at the end listener what should i know about being a mother without my own mother for the long haul i would say it is very hard whatever feelings you're feeling about it are valid mine tend to veer towards anger and jealousy at people who do have that support um, and I would say seek out, I don't want to say like replacement moms, but like I have found surrogate moms like, yeah, kind of. And for, for me, it is like a very intense mom Facebook group that I'm in. I, it dawned on me recently and I shared this with another motherless woman who's in this group of like, oh, I go to this group for all the things I would probably ask my mom. And that is because I had a really close relationship with my mother. That was, it was a pretty healthy relationship. You know, I wasn't dealing with narcissism or anything. You know, there's all sorts of things you can deal with in your relationship with your mom. So I have found that community that can step in and you can rely on them and ask for them for help in the way you might or share and celebrate in the way you might with a with your own mother um, is helpful. And then you asked if there's anything specific you do to make your mother real to your kids, even though they never met her. I mean, we just talk about my mom all the time all the time and now it's gotten to like first when my kids were first born I would be like crying when they're babies like showing them pictures of my mom that was very soon after my mom had died now like I talk about how my mom used to sing like the beans beans the magical fruit song which she did it was very annoying but now I just she's just a part of the conversation yeah you know as if she were alive right we have photos of her my husband's mother has also passed away we also make her part of the conversation and also I'm, I answer any kids questions my kids have and it will bring up hard conversations about death and illness. But I also think it equips your children like kids think about these things, whether or not we talk about them with them. Yeah. It's not like if we don't talk about death our kids aren't going to figure out that death happens. Yes, Kate. That is so true. Right? Yeah. So I think it's, oh, it's appropriate. Just start chatting. Like, tell your toddler. There's no, I don't think there's any day you have to be like, I must tell you about my parent who died unless it's something you want to do. But just make them a part of your world in whatever way feels comfortable and organic to you. And look, everybody's different. That's just how I do it. Every, like, no. She did ask you for advice. I know. But I'm just saying, like, (laughs) if that doesn't feel right for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I think, you know, don't do it. I will say like, you know, friend of the pod, Nora McInerney, if you haven't read any of her books or followed her on Instagram, like Nora's just, a, just her approach to grief 
just is feels so thoughtful and tangible. And I love how she talks about it. Um, and Nora is someone who lost a husband and a father and also had experienced miscarriage all within the same relative close period of time. And so I would definitely check out Nora's books. Another um, person who is a great follow for talking about motherless grief is Clara Bidwell-Smith, who is an, a grief therapist and a writer and has written two or three books on grief, one memoir, and then I think two books about death and anxiety and stuff. But also Claire's Instagram is great. Oh, and there's also that um, Modern Loss website. Oh my gosh, of course. And modern, their book, yeah, which modern, you have an essay in. I do. Yeah. And so does my husband. Yeah. Modern Loss is a fantastic resource just for like reading or, or like following on social media. So you're surrounding yourself with people who are sharing your experience because it can be really isolating. Last thing I'll say, find your other motherless mothers. Mm. Find motherless because they're out there. We're out there. I'm here. And they will get it. And that's talking to people who get it is really helpful. I could go on and on. One day I'll do an Instagram live and we'll just talk about this mm. <sighs> and buy that sun and park toner for yourself as a treat. If you need a little treat. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, Get yourself treats. If you're feeling sad. I always like a treat. I like a treat. <laughs> uh, look, we ended uh, on a very Kate and Dory note. We should Cat and Door. Oh God, that's right. That's our yep. new names, our new personality. Cat and Door. Um, but you know what, listener? I bet another listener will weigh in, I hope, because our listeners are all geniuses. Yeah. So do you have any thoughts? Please let us know. You know where to find us. Cat and Door signing off. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>